0: Welcome back to the second half of this morning's Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors talking hunting, talking fishing, talking just about anything you can do outdoors. Right here on Kello News Talk and KWSN Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo. We are pleased to be welcoming back the lead interpretive naturalist from Itasca State Park, Connie Cox. Connie, welcome back to Gone Outdoors. Hey, thanks to be back talking with you guys again. I think we're moving into another season, aren't we? Isn't it great? Uh, you know, we've talked quite often about things that are available to folks who are visiting Itasca State Park, but most of those conversations are are based in the, the spring, summer, and fall. And I'm really excited because you guys have some some things that are available here in the wintertime. And, and you know, Scott and I were just at the St. Paul ice fishing show last weekend down in the the twin cities and ice camping you know in a portable ice shelter is is something that's really becoming popular and, and it was talked about quite frequently down there but in the bigger picture winter camping in general is something that folks been doing there at itasca state park and and you have quite quite the facility and and quite a lot of options for winter campers tell us what you what you guys are doing this time of year
1: Oh Sure, you know, Itasca is open year-round, and so winter isn't a time to stop coming to the park because we do have the opportunity for people to do winter camping, as well as we also have lodging. But, you know, as far back as I can remember, I've been here for 28 years, and we have had people that have gone out winter camping you see them come with their cross-country skis and a little toe behind sled and they will ski down our trails to some of our backpack sites And i mean those aren't short trips some of them are just a little over a mile away from our main parking area but some of these people will go almost five miles in one direction just to do some backpack. Uh, winter camping, and they love it. They, they'll they be out there for sometimes two, three, four days and just uh, enjoying that outdoor outdoor setting.
0: You know, Connie, I think uh, there's so many... It seems like if you're an outdoors person, you're an outdoors person. You know, you like to keep learning new things and trying new things. And as we get familiar with one, one new hobby, all of a sudden we want to expand to another new hobby. And I think ice camping might be that new hobby a lot of people are, or winter camping is that new hobby that a lot of people are really gonna start expanding to because it's something that not a lot of people have done. And it's very rewarding and it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it is, you know, and and uh, it has, the equipment has gotten better. You know, the sleeping bags have gotten better. The the clothes we can wear out there have gotten better. The the tools we can use and some of the fire starter things have all just gotten better uh, for that. Because like you said, there's a lot of interest. And whenever there's interest, some genius is going to, you know, work on creating the better tool to help make that uh, activity enjoyable. And so that's what we're noticing, you know, some of the really cool equipment and gear people bring. That you can be out there in your tent and, and you can do some great winter camping and not and not be impacted as quickly by the cold as, as maybe you know 20, 25, 30 years ago.
0: Okay, so when we talk you know summer camping, we're talking about riding bike, we're talking about hiking trails. we're talking about fishing out of a canoe or a boat. What are folks doing this time of the year in the park to enjoy that beautiful natural setting? Well, you know, some people
1: are, we don't have a lot of snow. Actually, today, uh, we just got a dusting of snow on the ground, but it's not stopping people. We still are having people going out to our backpack sites. There's out people out hiking right now. But we also have, a lot of people don't realize that if you still have that camper and you're not ready to do the rugged ice camping or or backcountry camping out in the woods we do maintain some of our campsites in pine ridge campground at this time of year you only can have electric hookup but we do in the wintertime get people who will bring their RV out or their fishing, uh, you know, these nicer fishing units that they have like the ice castles and the other brands that are out there and they'll park in the, the campground up there. We have 10 sites that we maintain for the winter and they'll camp in there. They'll cook outside. They'll do everything they do in the summer, except you wear a few more clothes and uh, you need to warm up a little bit more. But, you know, people will still if we when we get good snow in Itasca, we have amazing ski trails that people can cross-country ski. Some of those are set up for uh, skate skiing as well. We have snowshoe trails, so a lot of people will come and bring their snowshoes. Uh, a little more affordable recreation activity. You don't have to have all the gear like for, you need for skiing but we also have snowmobile trails and some people will walk out on itasca or some of our other lakes that we have access to and they'll do some ice fishing as well so you know a lot of the sports and things we like to do in the summer we just modify them for the winter so you know you don't necessarily hike you snowshoe or you don't bike but you can quickly get around by skiing and so it's like you said you find the sport you like and then you you tweak it you modify it and you keep on getting out in all seasons to do it. Uh, winter lodging has been incorporated when the uh, the four season suites were constructed in um about two thousand and five. the decision was made to make those winter lodging as well because we had a lot of people asking and so we have a twelve units uh they're kind of like a motel hotel style, but they have kitchenettes in them, living room with cable TV, your own bedroom in there, bathroom so you know you can come and have those services and they modified the ski trails so they come right up to that parking area. We're trying to make it that literally right outside your door. And just in the last two years, one of our historic buildings, which was open in the winter and run by a different organization, recently the park has gotten uh, has taken back the rental of that and it's known as the Headwaters Inn. And it's really a kind of cool spot because if you have a group of friends It has six units that you can rent. You basically rent a bedroom, but it has a shared common area in the center. And there's a beautiful stone fireplace, a shared kitchen. And last couple of years, we found that people love that because you can come as a group. You can do all the group things you like to, but you can have your own bedroom. And it's kind of like that hotel setting, but you're occupying that space. So that's been a really neat addition to our winter lodging auctions. And then one other thing we had done that is new is when COVID struck, we naturalists are doing programs all winter. And when COVID hit, we weren't able to be in the park doing programs. And so our traditional kerosene lantern events, we always do one a month. We illuminate a ski or a snowshoe trail with kerosene lanterns. We weren't able to come in and do that. But we worked it out, the park staff, we had worked on developing what we call our Twinkle Light Trail. And we use Bear Paw Campground, which is normally closed to winter camping in the winter. And we illuminate the two camping loops with Christmas Twinkle Lights. And it's on every night in the winter season, so uh, until about 10 p.m. So visitors can come. The trail is packed. So you can walk on it, you can snowshoe on it, you can ski on it, you can bring your dog on a leash if you want. It's one of the few trails in the winter you can bring your dog out on a leash. And the people love it because of those Christmas lights glistening off the snow, the beauty of the trees with snow. And it's something that's on every single night through the winter season. So we really are trying to get that winter recreation opportunities at itasca going so that people can get outdoors because that's that's the cool thing about living like in minnesota and northern you know just north dakota south dakota we have a lot of natural areas and we want to get out and enjoy it and we're just trying to add those opportunities to enjoy winter as well
0: This is Itasca State Park lead interpretive naturalist, Connie Cox. Connie, thank you so much as always for sharing so much enthusiasm and and information about Itasca Park. We always appreciate visiting. Thank you so much.
1: Not a problem. I love visiting with you guys. I do love Itasca. It's just a great place to work, but it's a
0: great place to come and play. I hope to see and hear from some of your listeners soon. Folks, uh, don't go away. We got a whole lot of gone outdoors yet ahead of us. After this quick break, we'll be back with more outdoor talk.